Welcome to Let's Talk Social. My name is Rich Hake, and I'm going to be diving into all things social media marketing from tips and tricks that you guys can try to trends that you can implement on your page. We're here to help you navigate the ever-changing world us marketers go through. Join me as I discuss some of the impact that social media has had on our businesses to build better brand strategies to improve sales. Let's hop in. Hello and welcome to season four, episode two of Let's Talk Social. We are on year number four of this podcast. Absolutely crazy. Very happy to have you guys listening today. We're going to be talking about something that you do not want to miss today, and this is going to be a really valuable episode. We're going to be going over my top tips and tricks for posting to social media. Now, I'm not going to dive into all of these topics 100%, but it's going to be a great starting point for anyone who really doesn't have a great grasp on social media yet and posting to their page. And we're going to address some very commonly asked questions that I get all the time. One of the biggest being, how often should I post? So grab a pen and paper. We're going to go through a lot in a pretty short amount of time. I'm going to try to keep this under 25 minutes. Here we go. Um, And I'm going to go over really quickly, actually, before I start, got ahead of myself what we're going to be talking about. So we're going to talk about value versus taking up space, how often you should be posting, what aspect ratios are, the time of day that you should be posting, something I call the last three customer trick, and finally hooks. So when we're talking about the first thing, which is value versus taking up space, this is an idea that every post that goes out to your page is in one of the two camps. The first being you're either adding value or the second is you're taking up space. So If you were to go through all of your posts right now, you could probably start archiving and deleting all the posts that really didn't maybe add a ton of value to one of your potential customers or current customers. Um, You know, it didn't have worth to them. And so when we talk about why we actually need to have value, if it doesn't already sound obvious, um, you know, no one's going to like something that's not valuable to them or whether it even be entertainment value. But there's so much content going on on the internet nowadays that in order to stick out, you just have to create something that's valuable and is actually going to be something that they need. This is no longer 2008 where there was like maybe 10 of the 150 businesses in this industry on actual social media platforms. I mean, everyone's on it now. Everyone's posting now. So now it's a battle of attention. So if you're not providing something of worth, then they're probably not going to be engaging with you or following along unless they're a current customer or client. And so ways that you can provide worth, I'll list some off really quickly if you want to write these down, are info, inspiration, entertainment, insight, and early access slash private information. So those are all things that complete our equation of if this gives value to customer equals we will get engagement from the actual customer. And so it means more likes, more shares, more comments because we're providing value. Something else to remember, which I tell people this all the time, is that post, whatever it is, the one that you didn't care that much about, could be the very first time someone ever sees your business on social media and they may laugh or they may pass you or they may be offended or they, you know, whatever it is, you need to try and we need to care about these things because it's no different than someone walking up to the front door of your business and tugging on the door or when they walk in and that first breath they take and the first experience they have when they walk in is that post that they're going to be getting. That's what they experience in the digital format. So that's value versus taking up space. The next is how often to post. So this one's a little bit longer. Like I said, I get this a lot. And there's not really one thing, there's not one rule that you can follow when it comes to this. It's really going to be a merging of multiple variables and finding what your sweet spot is for your business. And so it's dictated by a lot of things. The One of the biggest being the size of the page. So it's like, what's your audience size? 
how, how many people can we actually po- post this stuff out to? I have a water in the bucket um, analogy, and it's like, you know, if you have enough posts for a million people and you pour it into a bucket that's only this big, which is your thousand people that you actually have, so much water is going to go on the floor and all the, you know, all over the place. And some may even bounce in and then bounce back out. So it's like we're not optimizing. Instead of just gently pouring the exact perfect amount, we're just dumping the bucket. And so, You'll see this. I say this all the time, you know, two posts a day. We're not getting any engagement. We only have 500 people on our page. And it's like, yeah, you're beating the heck out of these people with with all these posts. You know what I mean? It's like you can't go up to 50 people and show them all the same thing and expect them to like it. And but even past that, you can't go up to 50 people and show all of them 15 things and even expect them to give you the time of day. So when we're on social media, you know, if you have three posts a day going out for a thousand followers versus a hundred followers, those hundred people may not even be on Facebook that day, right? Like only 40 of them might've gotten on that day. So if we post three times, 60, you know, like 60%, that 40 out of the hundred, you know, 60% of people are not even going to see them, let alone, are they going to be optimized and people engaging with them? So you got to kind of gear back the the frequency and number of posts that you're putting out based on how much how many people are actually going to see this. Now, something else that actually helps combat that. So, if you have if you want to be able to post more with a smaller audience and still get really high engagement because that's the whole goal, right? Is get engagement, build brand awareness and relationships, turn it into dollars. Getting that engagement is important and the more engagement, the more often you get it actually allows you to be able to post more. So, Instagram's job is to keep you on that platform as long as possible. TikTok's job, stay on our platform as long as possible. 2022 last year, 110 minutes per person on average, almost two hours per person that is a TikTok user per day. I don't, I have a TikTok. I don't even get on there. So someone's taking up my two hours for me, if you know what I'm saying. So um, it's ridiculous. And their whole, their whole goal is to keep you guys on there as long as possible. So when it sees, oh, every time this business posts, they get a lot of engagement and you can do that twice a day do it a third time. And then if you still get a lot of engagement, do it a fourth time and like start to really like fine tune how often you're posting. And if you continue to put out quality content, it gets the same amount of engagement and you don't see it spiking downward. You can probably bet that you have the ability to, you know, level up the number of posts. Now, does that take more work? Yes. Does it also help the business more? Yes. And the reason why is because number of people engaged with brand per day would actually increase even if it's that same person, number of engagements per day goes up if we're maintaining quality and the number of posts is going up and engagement stays the same. So if it's we get 5% of engagement every time we post and we add another post, that's an extra 5% for that whole day of engagement that we got. So, or it's actually another 33% if we're doing you know, two posts and we add a third and they all get the same engagement. That's a 33% increase in engagement for the entire year if we figure out where our sweet spot is. So that's why that's important. Um, and then the other big part of that is less posts at the same time equals more quality. So if we have to make, you tell your employee, Hey, I need 10 posts a week. You're already on a 40 hour work week schedule. Basically everything in the store takes up those 40 hours, but I still need these 10 posts. Well, let's say they actually have three hours to get all those out. If that same person only had to make three posts instead of 10 posts, you bet your butt, they're going to be way better in terms of quality the intention that goes into them, the ideas behind them, they're going to be less exhausted over the long course of time. So it's actually a benefit on that front as well. Next is aspect ratios. So first off, what is an aspect ratio? We're talking about length versus height when we're talking about media on phones, digital, print, anywhere, when we're talking about pixels. So a perfect square 
can be any number of pixels long by any number of pixels high, and it would be a one-to-one -one ratio because it's the they're the same length, basically. So if we were to double one side, that would be a two-to-one ratio. If we tripled it, three-to-one, and so on. So your typical movie that you'd watch at the movie theaters, well, actually not at the movie theaters, but on TV, for instance, would be a 16 by 9. So 16 across, 9 down. Multiply that out by however many little pixels are in there, and that's the ratio that you're going to get. Now, when we're talking about phones and social media, there's really only three ratios that matter a lot, and it's going to be 9 by 16. So it's going to be what we watch on movies, but vertically. So it's when you're holding your phone this way. It's the full screen. It's going to be a 4-5 ratio, which is the biggest size that you can post on Instagram to. And then finally, you're going to have your square, which is the one by one, which is basically um, you know, the least desired, but sometimes the, the last resort. And every now and again, you will have to eventually post a 16 by 9, the small skinny ones on there. And that's okay. It happens. You just can't crop sometimes to make it make sense and to get the message across. But the point is, and the goal is to optimize the media to be as big as possible on the screen. We want to take up real estate on people's screen. Real estate means attention. If you've been on Instagram, if you go in there right now and start scrolling, you'll see posts of different sizes pop up on the feed. And the ones that are 5'4", that vertical upright uh, rectangle, not the full screen, but just shorter of it, the biggest you can get on Instagram, that thing, even on my screen, almost takes up the entire phone. You can't even see one of the other posts. Whereas if I posted one of the short little like Hulu or YouTube clips or one of the things that are vertical, they're really short and small. And then you can see a post on top and a post on bottom. So what that means is when that person even is choosing to engage with that content, there's still things kind of fluttering on both sides of the screen that could pull their attention away. And so when possible, optimize to be as big as possible on the phone. It also pulls you closer into that content, allows you to engage with it more. And so that's another added benefit. If it's a product, you want to show details off. You want to show the fine leather ribs. You want to show the whatever it is. When it's closer to the person, they can see it way better. So that's another benefit is they can actually resonate with the product better and with whatever it is, the fine tuning of details and the things that you want them to see. Briefly, I'm going to talk about our sponsor for today's episode, which is Shopify. We became Shopify partners in 2018, so five years ago now, which is crazy. When we became partners, if you're not a partner and you're an agency owner or someone that works at an agency, try to become partners with Shopify. Fantastic stuff like getting early access to developer tools. You get unlimited free trials to build sites out on. And if you have clients like ours, which is the link I'm going to uh, give in the description below, you get discounts for their monthly rates for the actual store itself, the actual web hosting itself. So use our link down in the description below if you want to get started with Shopify, start your e-commerce brand, start taking over the world with your products, and use our link to save a couple bucks along the way. Now, the next thing we're going to get into is time of day for posting. So when should I post, right? What time of day? What what uh, day? What time of the day? How, how many, how many uh, times per week? You know, these are all the questions I get. So addressing the time of the day, it's really when people are online is the best time to post. What we're trying to do when we choose a time of day, there's not like a time of day that's going to like tell the algorithm, hey, since I posted at this time, now I get 20 times the engagement. But when we're talking about the organic engagement, so when we don't pay for anything and we're just like, here you go, algorithm, help me out, buddy. When people are online, is that the best time to post or really right before they get online? So if you see a spike from six to nine o'clock, post that sucker at six. And then everyone that gets on for those next two or three hours is going to have the opportunity to see you. If you posted it at four or at one in the day, you're going to be farther down in the feed and they're going to have less of an opportunity to see you. And as you could imagine, just like TV space during the Super Bowl, 
when there's more attention, it costs more, it's harder to get the attention. All these variables start coming into play because everyone's playing at that level. So that's why all of these things are super important. So how, you, how do you find the best time of the day? It's a big question I get. It's literally provided by every platform on the platform. On Facebook, go to your uh, Meta Creator uh, Business Suite, go into your insights, it'll be in there. Instagram, go to your settings, go to insights, or if you actually have a business profile set up, normally your insights button is right there. And then same with TikTok, go to your settings, go to your, uh, I forget what it's called, account reporting or insights, whatever. And on there, so I'll use Instagram for instance, it will show you with a bar chart all seven days, Sunday through Saturday, which days are the most popular. And then if you click on one of the days, it will show you the times and it will show you which times are the most popular. And so just typically in general, a rule of thumb is, 7 a.m., noon, 3 p.m., 6 p.m., and 9 p.m. Those are like the top five times, I would say. But it's going to be specific to your page, and it's going to be specific to your page by each platform. So that's why you need to look on Facebook and on Instagram and on TikTok. For our clients that we post stuff to, we post their pages for them on their behalf. We will literally have the same picture going out to Facebook and Instagram, but they might be two hours separated just because that's what's going to be what maximizes for organic engagement. And so that's important. And again, when we're playing at a high level, every little bit is the, you know, it's a, um, the law of diminishing return kind of thing. But every little bit helps you set yourself apart and differentiate. Next is our last three customers trick. I'm flying through this stuff. I feel like we're killing it. I hope you're keeping up on pen and paper here or typing stuff out. Uh, last three customers trick. Write this one down. So imagine who your last three customers are that were perfect customers. So if I'm a retail store and I sell chocolate out of the place, I don't know. It's going to be the person that buys high margin items. They come in on a regular basis. They're pleasant and friendly to deal with. Like who's the person that you don't have to sacrifice anything for? And if anything, you would like pay almost to have more of them coming in. If you can think of three of them, do that. And then the next time you go to caption a post or to caption a bunch of posts, act like you're writing to those three people. So every time Joe comes in, he's super friendly and whatever, I'm typing up a caption about our new Valentine's Day special for chocolates. What would Joe think is good on this caption? You know, like, what would I say that would get him to like, ah, that's good, that kind of thing. That's who you need to be thinking of. This is a really good tip and trick that I've seen help me and a lot of our page managers that have worked underneath me really come to identify with the customer base and be not robotic marketing person. Today's Valentine's thing day, 20% off, whatever, but to really get into the shoes of the person and to think about them, uh, you know, face to face, what is this person going to think if I just showed them this on my phone? And so you being a manager or an owner of a business and still managing your page, you have a big advantage here when it comes to um, being able to like resonate with your customers because you know them and you deal with them on a regular basis. And so if someone else is doing your posting for you, this might be something you need to pull them into the store, let them see some of the interactions. Show them some of your meetings. Let them listen to one of your phone calls. Let them hear how you deal with people, how they deal with you, and listen to your tone and your personality and all these things and bring that forward to the posts and to the captions. Huge trick, last three customers trick. Try that one out. Very last thing here, literally don't even have notes down about this one because I know this like the back of my hand. It is the hooks portion. So for video content, if we're making video content for Instagram reels, uh, TikTok, YouTube shorts, if it's going on LinkedIn, if it's going anywhere, most of all of these platforms seem to have a similar algorithm built out now. And I have a whole episode about this. I'm not going to get into it, but I've seen in Facebook's reporting that this is true, that they monitor the progress of your video at the three second length, the 10 second length, and then regard however long it is, 
whatever's 90% of the playthrough is. And so they monitor these and this is how the algorithm works when it actually comes to serving your post out to new people is do people stick around for the first three seconds and learn about what the video is? Cool, they do. Okay, let's serve it to more people. Do they stay for those next 10 seconds, those next seven seconds up to the 10 second mark? Oh, they do. Okay, let's serve it to more people. And then if they watch all the way through and a high percentage of people have a lot of playthrough, they watch 90% or more of the video, that is those videos that get out to the world and are the ones booming out there that are really taking advantage of the algorithm and like doing really well. And so when I talk about three seconds, 10 seconds and playthrough that 90%, those are three benchmark places that you need to be curating content around as you make the content. And we're going to call the three second one, the primary hook. The 10 second mark is going to be our secondary hook. And then the full one is the playthrough. Like I said, playthrough. So when I make a video now, almost every video we make, if it's vertical for a client, for us, whatever, the reel that you saw this on Instagram probably was the same way. The first three seconds have to be a hook with like a, ooh, a wow, a ah, a zang, a bang, a, a, a zip of that. Something has to open. You have to be introduced to something. Something falls. Something has to happen in those first three seconds that keeps people. And is like, whoa, what's that? That's that first three second battle. If people are swiping past that, those first three seconds right there, that's those videos that you post out when you have 2000 followers and you get 20 views on. That's the video. That's why it does that is you don't make it past that three second benchmark. When you make it past the three second benchmark, then you get to the 200 or a thousand mark, make it past the 10 seconds. That's how you get to go quote unquote viral and have the algorithm doing what you want it to do, serving you to new people, let them engage with you they become customers. The 10 second mark, that three second to 10 second for the secondary hook is where you're supposed to basically explain what the rest of the video is, but do it in a way that's gonna keep them watching to the end. So we've got our first goal, create something crazy, wacky, wow, or you better, you never guessed how this is or something like that. Um, for instance, I could say, these are three things in social media that you didn't know how to do. That's my first three second hook right there. The next seven seconds after that are gonna be what I can get you to do, what I can say to get you to watch to the end of the video, basically. So I might say, um, here's three tips that you didn't know you should do on social media. The first tip is gonna be based on Instagram and blah, blah, blah. It's gonna have huge impact on your sales and financials. Here's what it is. And then I can go into it or whatever. And then you hopefully, after hearing that, will watch even past that. Now, my goal is not to have you notice that I'm doing these things when you watch the video. You're not supposed to notice there's a hook and that there's a secondary hook and that I'm doing these things to just really trick the algorithm into serving me to more people, but that's what we're doing. And so what's the platform? I said this earlier in the episode, what's the platform's goal, right? They want you to sit on that sucker for two hours long and be sitting there forever waiting and you know watching content basically. And so the videos that have the playthrough, they're going to serve to more people because it gets their goals done, which is suck people's lives away into the platform basically so um it's like a i'm probably a bad you know human for telling uh all of us as marketers you know how can we suck people's attentions and suck their lives away into the phones and to make that two hours on tiktok three hours but ultimately this is what we need to do in order to be able to leverage this content for our businesses and like i said when everyone's playing on a really high level it's, this is what it, this is what it takes now. And I promise you, if you go watch any viral video out there, go find a video with a million views on it. I guarantee you for the most of them, there's going to be some version of a primary and secondary hook on it. And then whatever the climax of, or whatever the result is, the, the finito, the finish that we beat the boss kind of thing that happens is going to happen toward the very end of the video because that they need that 90% playthrough for you to actually, for them to get served really far out for the algorithm. So that is all of my uh, things that we went over. Like I said, we went over value versus taking up space, 
aspect ratios, how often you should be posting, my awesome sponsor, Shopify, and the time of day you should be posting, the last three customers trick, and then finally, the hooks. Again, I have a whole episode about hooks. Very exciting topic. If you want to go listen to it, I would love to have you uh, give me your input and feedback on it. Leave us comments or likes on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, wherever you saw us, let me know. I'd love to engage with you guys. That's one thing I want to do better on this page even is get more feedback from you guys, answer real world questions that you have. So if you have something that you've been dealing with for a month or a week or a day and it's a question and you don't think anyone's going to answer you, send it to us. I promise you I'm going to answer you as long as you don't seem like spam or a bot or someone trying to sell me something. So thank you guys so much for listening. Like I said, super exciting. Fourth season, episode two, now down in the books. Let's roll the outro. Thank you all so much for listening. Again, my name is Rich Hake with Alpha. If you have any questions about today's topic or if you want me to talk more in depth about a different topic, let me know in the comments down here below or wherever you're watching this. You can DM us on Instagram at Let's Talk Social Pod or you can send me an email directly at Let's Talk Social Podcast at gmail.com. We'll have another episode coming soon for you guys. Have a social day.